The key to sustainable leadership lies in the ability to thrive in uncertainty, ambiguity, and change. Grand Heron International brings you the Coaching Assistance Program, giving your employees on-demand coaching to manage through a challenging situation and arrive at a solution. Visit grandheroninternational.ca slash podcast to learn more. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast, a podcast dedicated to promoting leadership development and sharing leadership insights. Here's your host, the Leadership Accelerator, Eddie Turner. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast, the podcast dedicated to leadership development and insights. I'm your host, Eddie Turner, the Leadership Accelerator. I work with leaders to accelerate performance and drive impact through the power of executive coaching, facilitation, and speaking. Today, we're going to discuss how to ignite leadership. We're going to have that discussion with Roxanne Kaufman Elliott. Roxanne does one thing, leadership development. She does it through her love of the art of performance blended with the science of transformation in business and in life. So let me welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast, Roxanne Elliott Kaufman. Eddie, thank you so much. It is my absolute delight and pleasure to be here. Well, I am super happy to have you with me, Roxanne. Roxanne, tell me what I missed. Fill in the gaps for us. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't think we have that much time, Eddie. So I'll make it I'll make it as quick as I can here. <laughs> Filling in the gaps. Yeah. Between the the performance aspect of leadership and then the actual development, the transformational part of leadership. It's been a lifelong journey. I started out as a, as a kid uh, performing, went through school in the arts, in the performing arts, and went on to a career in nonprofits in performing arts, moved into a corporate position, and learned so much there about what leadership is and what leadership is not. And as many of us, Eddie, when we go through our lives and our careers, we don't even realize the lessons that we're learning. And then we reach a place somewhere along the way where it all starts to come home to you. And that happened with me when the corporation I had been with for almost 14 years was sold. And I knew it was time for me to move on and do something differently and different. And I wasn't sure what it was. So I took a big step back. This was back in the uh, around 2003. I took a really big step back and did a reassessment and a reinvention of where I had been, where I was, and where I wanted to go. And what I began to learn and discover and understand is that this leadership thing is really, really big in terms of personal and professional success and how we define that, how we think about it, what we do with it. 
So I, I reinvented myself. I learned, I went out and I found resources and other organizations and humans that had been working in this field for decades and lifetimes and continue to learn as much as I can and created my own firm, ProLaureate, which is a, a leadership development firm that I've had since 2005. Okay. So you said you learned some things as a result of that corporate engagement. What's the biggest thing you learned? That companies, organizations, people who embrace leadership, authentic, genuine leadership and develop it within their organizations and and their people, uh, not only survive, they thrive. They create success in their own terms. They create sustainability going forward into the future for generations to come. And those who don't falter, that leadership is really the key. It's the key to success in life. Indeed. And you said that uh, you learned that lesson as a result of that experience. So then you took steps to reinvent yourself. What steps did you take? Well, the first thing I did was to start writing what what I envisioned the future to be. I had come out two, of two extremely successful careers. And in the second one, in particular, corporately, we were we were living the dream for a long time. And then because of the buyout and a different a different team that came in to run the company, that kind of leadership was not there anymore. And I saw what happened. I saw what happened to that. I, first of all, had to discover what it was, what my purpose was, why I was here, uh, why was this important to me, and why did I care? And what I began to understand about myself is I had learned leadership along the way, that it is servant leadership, that it is not about myself, that it is about others, that it is about truly understanding self, what inspires us, what ignites that inspiration, and how can we make an impact with that. So I looked for resources. I found an organization based on two gentlemen out of California that have been working for over 40 years in the area of leadership, Jim Cousins and Barry Posner, who created the Leadership Challenge. That book is now in its sixth edition, and I have been a a student and a follower of that for the last 15 years, as well as other resources. So I began studying leadership. I began studying behavioral psychology and applying what I was learning to my practical experience over the years throughout my, my career and also my personal life and discovering on my own the best way that I could put that message into developmental processes for teams and organizations that would help them to really define who they are authentically, define a clear vision for where they were going, and then actually execute on that. And that's what I was doing for myself along the way. So I completely went from being a corporate executive in a male-dominated industry, a global organization, to the other side of myself, that that's at the the heart of what we do, the why of what we do, the purpose of why we were there. And what I discovered, Eddie, was that my purpose is to do exactly that. And it always has been, no matter what I've been doing. It's always about digging in deep with people, figuring out what drives them, helping them to figure out the same thing, and then laying strategy out in front and driving that with passion, with heart, and with inspiration. Okay, so you went on a journey of personal reinvention and along the way developed a leadership competency and studied under two of the major authorities of leadership in this field. 
their book is referred to some as one of the most important tools to have on a, on a library of leadership, uh, the Leadership Challenge. So fantastic. Through this study and through this reinvention, Roxanne, what would you say is the single most important key to effective leadership of others? Oh, Eddie, there are so many things that are so important, but if I had to boil it down to just one, it would be truly taking the time to know yourself and develop your own leadership first, to understand what that is for you, realizing that it's not about you, it is about other people, and how knowing yourself and developing your own self-leadership first is, is the biggest step towards helping others to do the same. All right. And what are the most important elements of leadership that we should learn to emerge as a leader? Well, I'm going to take a page out of, out of Jim and Barry's book on this one because it encapsulates everything that I've ever believed and ever thought all of my life, long before I ever met Jim and Barry. As a matter of fact, when I first read their book, I was I was blown away. I jumped up out of my out of my chair and said, "Oh my gosh, there are other people out here in the world who get this." And Eddie, when I look at your things, I say the same thing. I look at all of your work that you do and say, "Oh, there we do have a family out here." So, I would I would say there are many things. For me, it's inspire, find the inspiration in what you're doing, ignite it with a plan, and then make an impact with action. That being said, the five keys or the, the, the five most important things, and this is based on 40 years of research that Jim and Barry have done, is first of all to walk your talk, model the way. If you don't, you lose your credibility. If you do, you build your credibility. Secondly, inspire others to their own vision and share yours. Sharing visions uh, amongst ourselves allows us to see the intersecting points that we share and where we come together in where we're going, where we've been, where we are, and where we're going, and how we can collaborate, communicate, and cooperate to get there together. So inspiring not just my vision for you, but I want to know yours. I want to, I want to reach a place where we share visions. It's so important in organizations, and it's, it's lost a lot of times. Thirdly, it's important to look around and say, okay, what am I doing that really works well? What am I doing that really drives my purpose forward, helps other people, help, helps other organizations? And yet, what do I need to challenge? How do we challenge the processes? How do we look at what we're doing and saying, wait a minute, maybe it's a function, maybe it's a, it's a mechanical or it's a technology process. That's one way of looking at it and saying, well, how can we do this better? Maybe we need, maybe if it isn't broken, you know, we should just go ahead and use it, but maybe we need to break it a little bit and then see what comes of that, pick up the pieces and put it back together and see how we can do it even better. And when it comes to people, it's the same thing. The interpersonal relationships we form with people, the way that we work with our teams, our direct reports, our bosses, our families, our friends, and each other. What about those relationships? What about the way that we walk through and live in those relationships is good? And what is maybe not so good? What do we need to be challenging within ourselves about the way we we work with other people and what changes do we need to make? And of course, number four would be enable others to act. In other words, be sure that when we're working with people or within our family experiences, that we're looking for ways to help others to be their own best champions. 
that we are helping to provide the tools, the insights, the mentoring, the guidance, the uh, listening, just being quiet and listening sometimes can be can be the greatest tool of all. Finally, encourage the heart. What a time we're in right now to be thinking about that. Encouraging the heart is important, and especially in times of crisis or especially in times of great challenge when we're facing things in the unknown. So in, encouraging the heart is just saying, I see what you've, you're marvelous. You're great. That what an extra effort. Maybe it's just a pat on the back and saying, I really appreciate that you took the extra time to do that. It can be simple things, but it means the world to humans. So it's really understanding how we make the biggest impact and how others see us and how we can model the way for them. And is this how we ignite leadership in ourselves and others? These steps you've listed? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Wonderful. Well, thank you. We're talking to Roxanne Kaufman Elliott. We'll have more right after this. This podcast is sponsored by Eddie Turner, LLC. Organizations who need to accelerate the development of their leaders call Eddie Turner the Leadership Accelerator. Eddie works with leaders to accelerate performance and drive impact. Call Eddie Turner to help your leaders one-on-one as their coach or to inspire them as a group through the power of facilitation or a keynote address. Visit eddieturnerllc.com to learn more. This is Peter Margaritas, the Accidental Accountant, and you're listening to the Keep Leading Podcast with Eddie Turner. Okay, we're back and we are talking to Roxanne Kaufman Elliott. Roxanne does one thing, leadership development. And we're talking today about how you ignite leadership in ourselves and others. Roxanne, before the break, you shared some steps with us on how we do exactly that. Roxanne, earlier you talked about how important credibility was in leadership. I'd love for you to expound on that a little bit more for us, especially when we look around and look at just take a cursory glance of any newspaper article. What is the relationship between credibility and leadership? It's everything, Eddie. It's everything. So let me, let me ask a question first. Have you ever worked with or for someone, particularly if you've worked for someone who says one thing and does another. I plead the fifth. <laughs> I don't blame you. I will too. <laughs> By asking the question, I think we know the answer though. <laughs> I think, yeah, every, anytime I ask that in one of my, my sessions or, or when I'm coaching or whatever it may be, the answer is always, well, sure. And I don't know about, I don't know about you growing up, but one of the things my parents were very fond of saying was do as I say, not as I do. Well, that just flies in the face of, of credibility and leadership. So I think one of the most demoralizing things that, that a person can experience is, is when they have an expectation, when someone says something, when they tease something up and say, here's where we're going with this gang, team, whomever. This is what we're going to do, and this is what we're going to see at the end of the road. And here are the core values that are driving us toward that vision, toward getting to that place that we've just outlined. And then you get started. And that same person, whether titled a leader or not, it's, that's a whole nother topic, but um, the, the person who was saying that is not doing any of the things that they have charged the team to do in order to get to the end result. 
They're flying in the face of it. They say we have to be on time at every meeting, and yet they're always 10 or 15 minutes late. They say we work for our clients. We are always looking out for our clients, but instead they're trying to oversell in certain areas for a commission. And I call those things out only because they're obvious examples. And when you see that from from your leader, how much respect do you have for that person? How How far are you willing to follow that person? When, on the other hand, you see someone step up and say, I'm looking at our core values around this business decision and letting those values guide where we go. And so they make a difficult decision that may not seem like the most profitable one or the one that will move the the team or the organization in the quickest way toward the goal, but it will be a more substantial way. And when they do it according to the, the way that they have set it up, what they have said, they are walking their talk, they are doing what they have said they will do. You, you respect people like that. We are drawn to people like that. Credibility is the foundation of leadership. If you are not credible to other people, they simply will not follow. And without followers, the only person we're leading is ourselves. And I would ask, where are we leading ourselves if that's the case? Yes, one of the titles of uh, one of the, my earlier books in leadership, Leadership and Self-Deception. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's hear more about that. <laughs> yes, yes, um, indeed. So uh, very nice. So it sounds like basic, basically to get that credibility, using the examples that you shared in your answer, uh, one must set the example. Absolutely. You must do what you say you're going to do. Interesting. Tell me about the best example of leadership you've ever seen or experienced. At one point in my career, an organization that I was working with had an internal crisis take place. And I'm going to not, I'm intentionally not being specific because it relates to to a company that I worked with a few years ago, and I don't want to call them out by name, but it was it was a situation that had occurred internally. And it could have been uh, devastating to the organization because a small band of people that were critical to a certain line of business in one felled swoop left the company. And they did it in a way that was abrupt and unexpected. And the leader of the organization, instead of reacting to that in a negative way, stepped into the situation and spoke to the entire organization, the entire company, and accepted the responsibility for what had taken place, explained how and why it did and what they were going to do going forward. The most important thing being never let that happen again. But that also, when it comes to things like this happening in this organization, this person said, this was totally on me. And Eddie, I got to tell you, I've, I, I worked with that organization for many years, and it was a turning point for them. They had a, they, they still do. They have a very, very strong culture of leadership. They've worked very hard on that, developing it. And the followers in the organization are, are company-wide. But I will tell you, at that moment, every single person in the organization said, I'm never going anywhere else. I'm never going anywhere else. This is our leadership. 
I will be loyal to this kind of leadership for the rest of my career. It was one of the most profound acts of leadership I have ever experienced in my life. Okay. Thank you for sharing that with us. What would you say is the core message you would like to leave our listeners with? The core message, Eddie, is this. Everyone has the potential for leadership. It's not about title. It's not about ego. It's not about what you wear, where you live, what car you drive, what house you live in, the friends. It's not about any of that. We all have the potential and the capacity for leadership. We just have to recognize that. You know, a a few Olympics ago, I was watching television with my husband and a commercial came on. And it was this incredibly powerful and very dramatic commercial. And what it was about was that it's that every human being is born with 0.2 milligrams of gold in their heart. And the ending line in the commercial was it goes through all these athletes showing tremendous courage and tremendous strength and tremendous leadership. And then at the end of the commercial, it wraps up by saying, we all have the 0.2 milligrams of gold. It's in all of us. It's in our heart. It's, it runs through our bloodstream. And we only discover it when we have the courage to dig it out. And to me, that spoke to the main message about leadership is that it, we have it. We, we are born with it. So all leaders are born, but not all people who are born become leaders. We have to develop our self-awareness around it, understand what it means to us, how it impacts others, and how we want to bring it forth into the world. It's a game changer. Thank you. And what's the best piece of advice that you ever received or a leadership quote that you use that helps you to keep leading? In the Leadership Challenge 6th edition on page 313, you will see the quote. It's the very last thing in the book from Jim and Barry, and I quote them on this. Leadership is not an affair of the head. Leadership is an affair of the heart. All right. Thank you. Where can my listeners learn more about you? On my website at www.prolaureate.com. Prolaureate is spelled P-R-O-L-A-U. R-E-A-T-E. The translation of that is professional champions based on the laurel leaves of our Olympics. They can also find me or or contact me at Roxanne at ProLaureate.com. All right. We'll put all that in the show notes and make sure folks can access you. Thank you so much, Roxanne, for being a guest on the Keep Leading Podcast. Thank you, Eddie. It's been my absolute pleasure. And thank you for listening. That concludes this episode, everyone. I'm Eddie Turner, the Leadership Accelerator, reminding you that leadership is not about our title or our position. Leadership is an activity. Leadership is action. It's not the case of once a leader, always a leader. It's not a garment we put on and take off. We must be a leader at our core and allow it to emanate in all we do. So whatever you're doing, always keep leading. Thank you for listening to your host, Eddie Turner, on the Keep Leading Podcast. Please remember to subscribe to the Keep Leading Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. For more information about Eddie Turner's work, please visit eddieturnerllc.com. Thank you for listening to C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.